Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Eddie Moore and Sir Jeff Hurst The trailer looking at Billy Bones A pound old dick and a West Ham United More than just a podcast More than just a podcast Good evening, good afternoon or good morning This is More Than Just A Podcast podcast season nine episode 40 uh day i think 52 without football since that one uh, nil loss at uh, the emirates against arsenal it seems a distant memory now back with us this week we've got the full gang the gang of four john where are you and what are you doing i'm locked down at home talking to you uh george where are you what are you doing i am at home i've just finished working from home and now i am recording a podcast with you guys last but not least uh nigel where are you and what are you doing uh well i'm not in lockdown but i'm at home where are you though at home i'm in not what in, location in my living room oh. so i can't play this again Big thing. Uh, yeah, you... Next week <laughs> will be the first show I do from the shed. You said like that last week. I know, but to be fair, what happened is I've done a lot of work to it, and then I've I've built like an extension on the back to add all my tools, and I broke up a a greenhouse today and swept up and got ready to bring the electric in. The wires run and then I'd had enough. So. All right. <laughs> well, it's not a shed podcast. <laughs> Are you back at work? You did then, say. Michael? No, no, no. I just, people say it's locked down, but it ain't locked down. You can still go out and leave your ass. Yeah, it ain't locked down. You, right. you know, I've been out. I fixed Wait. the door today for my father-in-law because his front door was broke. And obviously I'm still... Like popping in, seeing my uncle twice a week, give him his food, make sure he's all right. And then, listen, East London, mate, you, you, they, they, I swear they were having a party in Forest Gate the other week. There were so many people out and about in, in Forest Gate. It's unbelievable. Talking of that, Canning Town, all that malarkey. Where's my bloody content? Where's the history of West Ham you promised for the last two weeks? Well, 
because I've been busy. Well, listen, it might you might be in luck. You might get it this week or next week because obviously Oi. whatever turns, isn't it? It means I can't really do work in the garden because I've been gardening a lot as well. Yeah, your plants have died. I saw that from the picture. Yeah, uh, and also you've not been well, have you? You had a you thought you might have COVID. Well, it was uh, you a lost bit funny. Yeah, but nothing. That's it. I just I had a, that metallic taste in my mouth for a couple of days and it was right weird because I didn't lose my taste I just could taste like a metal taste but yeah no nothing that's it one of your feelings dropping out I don't have feelings uh, are you COVID free John? Oh, I hope so um, how about you uh, George are you COVID free? <laughs> uh, so far so good I believe yeah but you know that's the and problem just, with it some people just don't just, know just a little bit of chitter chatter how How's your DJ sets getting on? I've, D- I've been watching. Yeah, the DJ, they're picking up momentum a little bit. I had 71 viewers in on Saturday across wow. two hours, um, which is quick, uh, quite a lot more, nearly nearly 10 times more than we get on here. So that, yeah. that, that's a success so in my eyes. promote idea. it. Is it on Twitch? Remind me of the, the Twitch, Twitch channel. Um, Twitch.tv forward slash Booch Music, B-O-O-C-H. Bucci for short, if you haven't got that. And we've, I actually put um, a link on the Facebook group. So if you can't remember that, look at the Facebook group. Um, yeah, have a look. I and, play and, and everything really. Take he, He's um, he's on I about four. I do play. Prodigy. He does actually. He's right at the end. Oh, well, no um, I can't put up with that noise for like two hours. Oh, come on, I can, Nigel. I can take you for half hour and then I'm done with you, mate. Because yeah, on the last weekend was. Uh, words with uh, songs with the word uh, sorry with sunday. the sunday in the, yeah. the song i like to the give title. a little theme on a sunday because uh, you know f- and, sundays are a bit quieter so and this one i really liked whistling in the song that was yeah. a really good one i Thank like you. that one George. i think next week i'm going to do yeah. harmonica solos so if you've got any requests harmonica solos in. try not to just keep googling everything sean and cut and pasting it, it really yeah sort of the, sure you do kind of ruin it a little bit the, the rule is kind of no googling so you've got to have songs that you know well, i've never heard the rule of new go googling do you actually say that at the beginning i do at the beginning and it's been yeah. decided that by my uh, listen my regular listeners loyal fans <laughs> <laughs> no googling is allowed. So. Okay, I no understand googling that. And no continuously saying prodigy, prodigy. I don't prodigy. say that. That was weeks ago. Get over yourself. <laughs> anyway, um, it is a football podcast, and even though there's been no football in the last uh, fifty-two days, uh, we have written over seven hundred articles on Clarence and Hugh, and uh, <laughs> with over a hundred thousand words, I added them up. Seven hundred articles in the last fifty-two days. Um, so I've just picked, in the last seven days, as we did last week, I've just picked 22 of the best articles of, of the last seven days, and, w- and we're going to talk to to the crew about them. The, the, the big news today is they've opened Rush Green. Um, Rush Green opened this morning. A West Ham spokesman said, players in apartments or without safe access to green spaces are permitted to individually run around the pitches of Rush Green. Access limited to one player at a time and sessions will be in line with guidelines around social distancing with everybody's safety paramount importance. Players will travel alone, conduct their tailored programs, then return home. No one will be granted access to the main building. Um, This seems to be a precursor to the return of training in 
in May and maybe the season in in June. Um, is that a positive sign or is there more important things than football? Let's start with you, John. Um, well, I guess it's a positive to some degree. There is more important things than football as this time, I think, is showing us. Um, but, you know, our, our other teams are doing it now, aren't they? They're starting to allow players to go in and train if they can do uh, it. Arsenal. Arsenal yeah, as well. Yeah, if, if, if they can do it, if they can and achieve it without any risk, I don't see any problem with it. I... I can't see how they can start football again without any risk in any capacity at the moment but that's for the future isn't it Mm -hmm. so another story this week is um whether people at certain clubs apparently has been linked to the press are getting disillusioned that we can't finish the season and it should be declared null and void now, it takes no guessing that West Ham are one of those clubs because uh, the Baroness has been coming out and saying there's a lot of complex questions to be answered, nailing her colours strictly to the mask. And also David Moyes gave an interview to The Sun saying, well, a number of journalists uh, saying uh, he was worried about the injuries and fixture pileups, etc. Um, another story came out. Um, and I don't know if you saw, but there's a table. West Ham would, would be the 13th worst off if the season was declared null and void. It will be 37 and 37.4 million. But people like Manchester United would lose 119 million. Nigel, let's bring this one open to you. Do, do, you, do you think it's self-interest of West Ham, the other eight clubs that want it declared null and void? Or is enough enough? Anyone else lost Nigel? Just me. We we have lost Nigel. Yeah, we lost him earlier as we well. When John was answering his questions, uh, he did. Oh really? For a while, so I'm not sure. Is, is he having internet problems? Well, we're going to continue on, uh, George. Cables or something. Yeah, George. Um, could you pick up? Where... Oh look, Nigel's back. Is he? I was back. Go on. Oh mate, I'm got internet bad. problems today, mate. Yeah, internet problems. Terrible today. Um. Yeah. Okay. So basically. You know, self-interest, yes, the season should finish at the earliest possible. I think in three or four weeks' time, they could be back playing football behind closed doors. We played football, you know, they played football when they were dropping bombs during the war. I think, you know, we can we can play football through this, whatever's going. But then the, diff- the difference is, is when they're dropping bombs on or attempting to, you, you'd get a bit of warning maybe and you could try and get yourself out of that situation this time around when the player you're tackling turns around and spits towards you or gets some sweat on you or whatever could be killing you couldn't they that's the difference true true that true that true that let's let's move on let's move on to relegation Let's, let's move on to relegation um Three stories about relegation. The BBC ran an article saying West Ham have a 29% chance of relegation this season. Now, before you were too disheartened, uh, they also said that uh, Watford had a 36% chance, Brighton a 31% chance, Villa a 62% chance, Bournemouth a 50% chance, and Norwich a 90% chance. 
do you make those odds about right, um, George? Yeah, they're bang on for me. <laughs> well, we're, we're going to bring in a, a second thing because they're saying if they can't properly finish the season null and void, then points per game, UA for mentioned points per game. So yep. there's there's two ways to do points per game. One is just to do a general points per game. And if you did, based on what we've, we've earned so far this season, we end up on 35.4 and we survive in 16th place. But if you do points per game separately, home and away, because um, obviously not everybody's played the same home and away, this is one recommended by uh, Mark Lorison. We end up with 35.6, but we actually get relegated in 18th place because it's all on goal difference. Now, obviously, again, self-interest. Would that be a fair way, even one of those two methods, to um, finish a season, George? Uh, well, I guess you know, there's, there's no, it's unprecedented, isn't it? Like, how, what would be a fair way? What wouldn't be? Um, that sounds kind of fair to me. If if it, that's the last resort and that's what it falls back on, if these games can't get played, then rather than not avoid the season, I think it should have some kind of. Well, that that that's conclusion. how many teams at the bottom. How many teams are in danger of going well, down? Well, the ones I've just mentioned, isn't it? it it's Watford, Brighton, Bournemouth, Villa, uh, Norwich and West Ham. Why, why can't they, if there's a struggle getting the fixtures done, why not have a relegation playoff? Well, I was about to say that. A mini league in each team. Oh, there was about team. to say there was a really good article in the Nigerian Guardian yesterday, which is in the Nigerian Guardian. <laughs> it must be true. <laughs> Who's laughing like that? Oh, Joe. Sure. Sure, Who really? said that there'll be. Where are you getting there your be... content from? Nigeria. Well, <laughs> Nigeria. Who said there might be a one off? Uh, you know, each each um, team is, is partnered with another team, and there was a one off playoff. Decide whether you get relegated or not. Which would be no, I don't think one off. But if you'd imagine that we've got nine games left, Villa have got ten. If you turn man and said, "Well, you, we just play," you know, I know we've done it, but to then say, "Look, you know, we play Norwich, so we, we're drawn at home to Norwich. We play Norwich, we beat them, and then you play again, and then you knock it out, and you have a little mini league." just out of those teams at the bottom and the same with the Champions League and then give the title to Liverpool because at the end of the day they're going to win it. True. Apart from well, that, say that but obviously another game. story is the Dutch League have cancelled. I, I forget, what's the Dutch League called? Anyone? Anyone? Uh, so Ajax, they've declared it null and void. <laughs> Ajax don't win. The... It's not Ajax. Oh, Ajax. Did I say Ajax? Ajax. Yeah, it's stiff now. So... Um, don't win the title, do they? My understanding. No, I not no. avoided it. Yeah, because which, you know, which is strange. Health and it's sort of set of precedents are more important. Yeah. By the way, we did a Clarence Hugh poll yesterday asking uh, one thousand Clarence Hugh readers whether the season should be null and void. What do you think the answer was, Nigel? Uh, current new read is probably in the majority. Eighty-five percent says it should be it should be declared enough's enough, and it should be declared null and void now. Fifteen percent said it should be finished at all costs. Yeah. I know you're in the That's you're in the true. camp, 
um, of finishing it whenever. Uh, I, I'm not. I, yeah. I think there's got to be a cut-off point at what, which point we draw a line in the sand and say no. John, where, where do you sit on this argument, if you care a toss? Um, no, I, I think we're getting to the stage where they're just going to have to null and void it. I don't think the, yeah. I think that's just the, the general. Why? Because they keep trying to, to keep trying to force it back, try keep trying to get it up and running, and we're not as a country. The health of the country isn't well enough for them to start playing football again. So, <coughs> well, but when you say the health of the country, the, what, I mean at the end of the day. We're not talking about playing football this week or next week. It's not going to restart for another four weeks. Yeah, but... Who knows what the health of the country will be like then? There's still, you know, there's 20-odd thousand people dead as of today. We're still, like, at seven, eight hundred people dying a day. Nearly a million Americans now, by the way. Nearly a million Americans have been tested positive. Yeah, we don't play Premier League in America. but Yeah, I know. But but it's like, you know... But if you can test the players, yeah, because they'll have tests possibly in four or five weeks' time to say whether you've had it or not. If they can test the players and they can say, right, these players are good, are okay, yeah, well, why can't they go back to work? Well, they, it's the nature of the thing, isn't it? If they, it doesn't show up for fourteen days or whatever, you could test them today, it'd be fine, and then. Stick them in isolation in now. Start the well, that's, season. That's what we're you're you're really, yeah, you're really keen, George. You're the voice of reason. You get the final vote on this. Um, null and void will carry on until it. I don't think they can null and void it. I think that would be so. I don't know. I, you don't. What's the answer? There's no answer here. There you you no. can make one. We we will abide by your decision, George. Like I said, I think the points per game is probably the fairest way to do it, rather than just call it null and void. If you're not going to play it, points per game and just points per game in general, and not away and home and away. I'll tell you, what I think it's difficult to do points per game is because we've still got to play a certain amount of teams. Not everybody, not every club has played the, the same sure, teams. Not everyone's played the same amount. So, well, as long as we survive, so who cares? It's, well, no, because if you do it home and away, what, what? as as was. You know, was pointed out we'd we would, go down. Yeah. And let's face it, do it on current form. Yeah, what we got? One win in eight, nine. Yeah, but we were coming ten? up to yeah. our easy run, weren't we, Nigel? Yeah, uh, yeah. our easy run. We've well, been through the hard bit. Yeah, easy one. So we were yeah, going to win all right. these next ones. You know, yeah. That's 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 what people seem to be thinking. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's move on to another story. Um, furloughing. Um, the the um. Preston North End manager has suggested, and it's been backed up by a few people, that any football club that furlough their players or get government handouts should not be able to take part in the transfer, buy any players in the transfer market in this summer. Let's start with uh, you, Nigel. Do, Do you agree with that? I could see what he's saying there, yeah, in a way, because technically you, you're having government help. So the, the only thing is I would caveat is if you furlough off staff players, take the government money, and then you want to use money that you've saved to pay in the transfer window, I would say you've got to pay the government back the money yeah. first. John? So you 
Yeah. Right, go on, finish, Nigel, what you say. Oh, to say, so you can use the government money to see you through this downturn with the cash flow, but once the cash starts coming back in, if you want to then buy a player, pay the taxpayer the money back. Okay. John, any different view? Um, no, not really. I kind of agree with... Well, depends, certain teams at certain levels are, are using it more than others, I guess. I, I don't know what percentage has shown you. Have you done that in your... Burnley, Burnley and Newcastle, the only two Premier League teams to use it so far because both Liverpool and Spurs obviously did a U-turn. So, yeah. I mean, I think at the, at the Premier League level, I think, you know. Leeds and someone else have used it in the Championship. Leeds being run by our old friend uh, Angus Kinnear, who used to be MD of West Ham, of course. Right. Ex-Arsenal. Yeah, no, I just think uh, maybe I mean, when you're down into like League Three and all that, them sort of places that I would imagine quite a lot of those teams are using it, aren't they? Have you looked at that, Sean, in your world? I haven't gone down that far, but um, I think this There's was really for you. this. This is about the the Championship and and the Premier League. Um, let's move on. Uh, a little what bit of sad think, news, George? a bit. Yeah, what do you think, George? <laughs> yeah, I agree. Don't let them there you go. participate if they've taken money. Um, I don't know if you saw it. About. I don't know if you saw in the news, but one West Ham supporter who was an NHS worker died. His name was Bob. I forget his second name, but we did a, an article on Clarence You on why another hammer who was contacted by David Moyes, uh, an 86-year-old, died. So I don't know about you guys, I'm starting to get to know people that have been, uh, who's been really affected this. We talked about um, the chairman and his wife, Ken and Betty from Supporters Association. Last, this week, a friend of mine who, who used to work for me was intensive care. He spent two weeks in there um, uh, in intensive care, saw people dying around him, but got through it. So it's starting to get a bit real. So it does put everything into perspective perspective for football at the moment um robert snodgrass got a new podcast anyone listen to it yet robert snodgrass got a new podcast then he's missing shoddy 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 you yeah please tell me it's called i don't know what was it called he's doing it with one of his scottish mates and he interviewed um in his first episode he interviewed um, Terry, John Terry, ex-West Ham boy. Terry, John Terry. John, John Terry, Terry, yeah. Terry, Terry, John Terry. Oh. You've not listened, no one's listened to it. No. No. All right, well. Is it called Ochai de it, it is not, but obviously he's got too much time on his hands. Right. Um, in other oh, news. It's called The Lockdown Tactics. That's right. So is obviously it? that won't continue. Yeah, yeah no. it is. Snodgrass so got a new it, podcast. He should have called it Snodgrass. He should have. Well, no, lockdown. That's that's in Scotland, isn't it? I still think Snodgrass. Snodgrass missed the right trick there. Yeah. Have you have you seen any interviews um, that uh, David Moyes? David Moyes is now a delivery driver delivering fruit and veg. Did you know that? Promotion. What do you mean promotion? 
He said, "Oh, I thought you liked David Moyes." <laughs> I was going to say that, Nigel. I wonder if he's better than that than he is managing a football team. <laughs> I think that's oh, harsh. Dear. Still, he's good with cabbages, isn't he? Dear, oh dear. Yeah, anyway. Um, uh, Jermaine Defoe, and talking of podcasts, there was another podcast. Jermaine Defoe did a long podcast for Sky in which he apologises to West Ham fans and said it was like betraying his own family because they were all West Ham. Did you see that? No. No. I've read about it. Uh, well, you've read about it, at least, Nigel. Is it time to figure... Look, I, I haven't got a problem with Jermaine Defoe, but uh, when I wrote the story and, and published it, the, the actual video of him talking, it was a very interesting about all his time at West Ham and how West Ham gave him everything. He was very grateful and he was upset that he was, as a young chap, he took the wrong advice from a um, an agent. And he really apologises and says... I did the wrong thing and I betrayed my West Ham family. Do you bear a grudge against him still, Defoe? No, never no. did. Not, not really. No, didn't really. You could see it was an act of folly and, and of youth and in a way that his agent had had a word with him. What stung was it was done the day after the Birmingham game. So what, what Monday morning he goes that, in. By the you way. Know, Oh, three, wasn't it? When we got relegated, so we got oh, relegated yeah. on the Sunday against Birmingham, and on Monday he walks in, but he's told by his agent, you know, you're on the up, Jermaine. You know, you're breaking on the door of England. If you want to play for England, you've got to be in the Premier League. So therefore, it's all jumped into his head. You know, his family probably say the same or whatever, and it, it's, you know, he's put there in a situation. He goes with it a bit like Paul Ince in a way. Paul Ince went along with what his agent said. You know, agents have a lot of power. Who was the agent? Defoe, do you know? I don't know with Defoe. I don't know. But at the end of the day, you know, that's football. Have you forgiven him, George? That is how it works. Have you forgiven him? Have I forgiven Jermaine Defoe? Probably, yeah. Yeah. Probably. I think it's quite insignificant to me at this moment in time. Um, He plays (laughs) in football in Scotland now. He's near Rangers. He does. So he's not even in the same country as my football team. So, yeah, doesn't bother me. It doesn't keep you awake at night. No, it doesn't, funnily enough. Uh, what other stories? The Diop story just doesn't go away. There's been many more stories that he's going here, there. Um, I think I said last week, but I've just had it confirmed by senior sources. There's been no interest. There is no plan to sell him. He's not unhappy. And therefore, all these stories are just content for the sake of content. I don't know who who would do that. Um, Australia tour. I know you were planning to go, John. Australia, West Ham's tour of Australia has been called off, mate. Oh, unbelievable. Do I not get a refund? Uh, I reckon, no. (laughs) Not if if you went with uh, um, British Airways or or, uh, Virgin, because I'm not sure. Uh, they're, they're going to exist in a little while's time. Um, the the other story today, uh, I ran, is the Players' Awards are off. Now, I know you like the Players' Award, boys. Uh, a table of 10 is three and a half grand. Uh, it was supposed to be, I think, on the 5th of May or the 3rd of May, something like that. Um, everybody has been... I've been offered... I asked the question to the club. I said, have you refunded all of... Uh, the corporate and individual customers. What do you think they answered, Nigel? 
uh, they're probably looking at the terms of We've made refunds available. And I said, that's an interesting turn of phrase. We've made refunds available. What do you think that means? It means they've give people an option, but probably would prefer them to take a voucher. Yeah. <laughs> well, they probably want people to ring up and go, can we have our money back? Oh, well, if you've, now you've asked. Uh, it's, a, it's a bit yeah. like, I think, if I understand it, Virgin, you had to call up and ask to stop your subscription, to stop paying for it, but you, you carried on getting the content for free. Is that right, John? Is that right? I don't know. I don't That's know. what I was told. Free content, but... Still paying on my Nice guy sports. I paused. Yeah. My, did my you you had to paused it? Yeah, but I did you lose it, it though? I have been watching it actually. A few replays of football and golf. I want nothing. Else. We, so you yeah, still yeah, get all the channels on the internet. You go online, fill out a form, and they pause mine. But I haven't really been watching it. I've watched a bit of the old sports news. But I haven't really been watching through the channels. What? What? Yeah. I've I, I have completely been detached from it all to be honest what what are west ham doing in terms of season tickets and refunds well i'm glad you asked me because that's on my running order um they haven't made a decision yet but what they've said is so chelsea have come out and said yep refunds leicester city have come out man united have come out and liverpool have come out so you've you've got all of those going yep refunds the football supporters association the fsa have said it's a legal it's their legal right for people to get refunds uh if if the season's played behind closed doors if if it's null and void that's another question what a lot of the clubs say with it's not that easy because when we sell you a season ticket it's for the season not for a particular number of games but i think it's going to be very difficult from a pr angle have you looked at i have looked at terms and conditions and they it doesn't say how many games However, look, so my understanding is, like a lot of other clubs, West Ham would prefer for people to take a discount off next year's season ticket, preferably over two seasons, to to help the club out by softening the blow. But I'm told they haven't made a final decision because they don't know what's going to happen. They need certainty. Until the season is played behind closed doors or null and void, etc., it's too many. So why come out with a, a policy... With lots of other... Well, no, because there is an easy way to do it. You come out and say, refunds are available, people want it. We're going to offer you discounts if you want the discounts. Or, you know, you can donate the money to charity. They don't even know what what, um, league they're going to be playing in. Exactly. So I I think they've got to let this run out. I don't think you can... It's great that those four clubs that I mentioned have come out with their policies, but... I, I don't see I West Ham are doing any wrong. I think it's understandable for teams that are threatened with relegation to hold fire on that yeah. announcement. Yeah. Talk, talking of that, uh, Sebastian Allaire came out and said he's unhappy. He He's the first player to come out and said he'll be unhappy to play behind closed doors. He said, I didn't join this club to play in empty stadiums. <laughs> um, do, do you think it will make a difference to the players, John? I, I would imagine it would make a... Or is it just PR? I would imagine it will make a difference to them playing. It would be very strange for them. But I'm sure they're... Well, Alele hasn't done too well, you know. I hate to say it. He hasn't done too well. Yeah, but it, it's yeah. the same for all players. That's just a whinge. Yeah, say, that's just say, an excuse. Is it PR? Who's it PR for? 
Like, that's not a great comment to make for anyone. Well, well, uh, it, it was carried on West Ham's own website, so I would say, you know, it's not in the interest of... Oh, it's been got at. Well, I'm just saying it's not in West Ham's interest. Uh, sorry, it's not, yeah, it's not in any club's interest to play behind closed doors because they lose, lose revenue. But I think that's the way... Yeah, but West Ham's website's like tax, cool. isn't it? It's like the run no, we're going to end with Karen Brady because I know you want to talk about Karen Brady. Um, West Ham, this is a little stat attack for you. And then, yeah, West Ham have the most percentage of shots on target in any division in the top four divisions in, in England and Wales. 48% of all shots are on target. Does, does that surprise you, George? Uh, does that surprise me? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving on. But the thing is, you've gone percentage. Oh, it you? wasn't my story. I, I nicked it off someone else. It was a graphic that said. That's what I'm saying. You know, if you have 10 shots in the game and four of them are on target, or 4.8 or five are on target, you're going to get that stat. Yeah. But the fact is, the other teams only had five shots on target. That game scored with four of them. Yeah, true. It's not the only stamina I'll be bothered about. Yeah, it's meaningless. Yeah. It's, like, it's, uh, it's a good story one, to put up, isn't it, when you've got nothing else to write about, Sean? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to dump, I'm gonna yeah. dump uh, some of the other stories because they're going on for too long. But two more I'm going to cover. One about Karen Brady and one about Red Bull. So I don't know if you follow. Uh, there's a, a guy on Twitter called... Uh, Indy Cali, something like that. He's got 300,000 um, uh, followers on, on Twitter. And he, uh, he he says, big news for West Ham fans. And, and about a week ago, he, he first said, big news for West Ham fans at one o'clock. And he went, West Ham are in financial trouble. Yeah, yeah, we knew that, Indy. And then next day, it was big news for West Ham fans. Declan Rice has been put on the market. So we spoke to our senior source and said, no, 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 he hasn't. So the big news last week was big news for West Ham fans revealed exclusively at 10 p.m. And it was Red Bull are back in for West Ham, but want a cut down deal. We know people close to David Gold. <laughs> so you know what we did? What did we do? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. We rung up David Gold. Put it on your website. Put it everywhere. Oh, yeah. No, we, we said the ITK knows nothing. And we, we, we got four stories out of this, to be fair, George. Um, well, so we rung up That's Dave. Right. Gold. <laughs> You're right. We we did, we reported it. We denied it. We denied it again, and then we had an exclusive interview with David Gold. So we rung up David Gold and we said, "David Gold, you're not telling us about this." David Gold. David Gold. And he went, "No." We said, "Can we quote you?" He said, "Yeah." And I don't know, but everybody was asking me. I don't know if you heard the story, but everyone was asking me, "Is it true? Is Red Bull back in? Are Red Bull going to buy West Ham?" Uh, the answer's no, no, and no. Who, who Do you see the guy? I don't know. He's, he's he's a guy that started a few years ago. He, he doesn't just say West Ham news. He he does all kinds of uh, Premier League news. I've seen him, but turn he, up he claims, phone, yeah, he claims to have all these insights. But he's a laughing stop. He's a parody account. As uh, so, I know you'd be upset if our current ball sold up to Red Bull. But there will be no rest West Ham Red Bull in the near future. Okay? Are you all right with that, John? Oh, yeah. No, I'm fine with that. Are you sure? Yeah. Now, I'm not... I'm not... I mean, it could be worse than selling a Red Bull, isn't it? They could sell to the Saudi yeah. Arabians. I'm, I'm not going to go for any transfer news. We're linked with a Juventus midfielder, Sammy something, who no, wanted, wanted to move to... Now, he's a free agent. Wanted to move to London because his missus has just signed <laughs> for Chelsea Women... And he was coming for love and not for, you know, uh, we wanted to sign, um, uh, what was the other one? We wanted to sign uh, the Rangers striker who's got a terrible um, morale. Gets sent off every other game. Yeah. Uh, Rangers value him at 20 million. Probably could get him for 10. Don't see that happening. Uh, And there was another one about a Dutch defender, etc. Look, we haven't even got enough money to pay the payroll in April at the moment, right? <laughs> Never loan, buy a player or take another player on wages. I just, I think you have to file all these transfer stories with a, with a very large pinch of salt. Ignore these robot Twitter sites that pump out. Now, let's get down to the nitty gritty because our friend, the podcast friend, Lady Brady, the Baroness, um, decided she's obviously got a little bit bored in lockdown she she once said to me that she doesn't engage west ham fans on twitter well boy did she engage west ham fans on twitter over the weekend um so let's start with the news the big news is and i know this is the news that nigel's been waiting for the new bobby moore lower and sir trevor brooking oh yeah trevor brooks sir trevor brooking stands have been finished they've been built uh, they're waiting to be installed, but the government guidelines are stopping them being installed. If there's time to be installed this summer, they will. If not, they're going to have to wait for a, a gap in football. 
to be installed. Um, I don't know why could they be installed, John? You're in the construction um, business. Why why couldn't they be installed now if they socially distanced? I I as far as I'm aware, the construction industry hasn't been closed down. So yeah, I mean, you're we, not. We shut down our of our own volition for health and safety reasons but we're starting to ease all that now and giving people the option to come back in so yeah i don't i don't know sean uh well i think you're allowed out of the house for four reasons you're allowed to go and get food you're allowed to go and care for somebody you're allowed to go for exercise and you're allowed to go to work if it's not possible to work from home now one would think you can't install a bit of scaffolding from home Am I right? I'm not a technical in this area, John. <laughs> but I don't think you could install a new seating system virtually. Am I right? No, I mean, yeah, the people in the scaffolding industries I know haven't stopped. They have continued to work. Yeah. So. Okay. Right, the second bit she did, and again, this is on Claire and Hugh, is she started to get into a little spat with people who were rubbishing. So what, what happened is she, she, she did an article over the weekend the Baroness, talking about how Richard Branson had a bloody cheek asking for a government bailout when he lived in the <laughs> British uh, Virgin Islands. You know where we're going with this, don't you, John? Your enemy. Yeah, like exactly he lived where. in the British Virgin Islands and he never paid any UK tax. Well, of course, <laughs> the, 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 the GBS out brigade came out in force and went, you've got a bloody cheek when you've got a taxpayer stadium. And, and, and in, there ensues a lot of two and fourth where, of course, she came out with all her facts and figures of saying, look, uh, we, we, it's one of the best stadiums. We, 90, we were voted the best stadium out of 91 clubs from a Premier League, uh, sorry, a Premier League, a Premier Inn survey by 150 people. Uh, and she put the survey results in. <laughs> she was covered in face. She was, she was um, defending uh, the affordable football. She was defending why we only pay two and a half million pound rent. Look, there's a lot of quotes there. She got in a hole. She was trolled and she answered a lot of them. But the interesting thing that came out of it, and you can read that on Clarence You, the interesting thing out of it, apart from she even commented is, one bloke said, affordable football, I paid 56 quid for my Spurs ticket for my six-year-old. I've been on the waiting list for 18 months and I've heard nothing. And she said, I'll contact me and I'll get you one. So we're supposed to have a 36,000 season ticket waiting list. And this guy, this guy gets to the top of the queue. She doesn't just offer him a 99 pound season ticket for his son. She offers him another season ticket, an adult one for 320. Does that send out the Ross? Like, I'm going to ask you, Nigel, first, and then come to John. Does that send out the wrong message? Well, of course it does, doesn't it? One, the bloke quite rightly highlighted that as a, as a father, yeah, he's a season ticket. Twenty two years, right, he's waiting. Why? No, but why does he pay fifty six pound for a Tottenham ticket? Because they don't do children's prices for Capri. Yeah, that is right. That's right. Yeah. So yeah. So. There is a, a, an attack on affordable football for families there and then. And then she turns around. The, the, the woman who claims that we've got this great waiting list, you know, I don't think I've heard her use the word 30,000. She still bangs on about 50,000. Yeah, but no, no, hang on. So, no, you were, 
know, I know, I know. Because I was in the room and he said it was thirty-six. But Kevin Brady weren't in the room. Yeah, so she still bangs on about fifty odd thousand and sixty thousand sellouts when we know there's only forty-five thousand people in the ground. You know, and all this crap. So she can spin out all the lies and crap that she wants. You know, and then she. It's hard because, like, to then Q jump the bloke. In a way, I, I felt for the bloke because he wants to get his kid a season ticket. The the kid was too young when we first moved into the stadium, and now he's had this problem. If you don't ask, you don't get. That's uh, Karen Brady once said that to me. I was in a meeting with her, and someone asked for something. I'm, I'm not going to embarrass what it was. She says, "If you don't ask, you don't get." Yeah, but we've asked her time and time again to leave, haven't we? <laughs> well, <laughs> that's true. That's we've true. John. We've also, we've also asked her to stop doing an article in the newspaper week in, week out. Wow. Well, you might get... You, I can't say too much more, but you might get your wish on that one. Well, that's because... Anyway. Son's going tits up, isn't it? Well... She's, she's again... She's she'll probably again just go be, elsewhere. To what? She'll probably just go elsewhere, wouldn't she? Just do it for yeah, another probably. newspaper. I mean, she, yeah, perhaps you can wipe a clarinet. Hey, they all do in the end. We got we're we're we're, <laughs> we're targeting over one. We're going to write two hundred and fifty thousand words and see every every day. And thanks to uh, Nigel and other people, we've been putting content up. So today, uh, actually, it was Nigel's idea. I put up the uh, the European Cup in nineteen sixty five. Thank you, Nigel. Uh, it was black and white and very grainy. Uh, we've doing a we've been doing a season review. Some are Rob Banks, some are Nigel's, some are other people's. Of literally, in your website advert, Sean. Honestly. Sorry. Oh, I know, but but I'm just saying, there's a lot of content out there, and I've been watching a lot of this. Um, it it's it's something to do rather than just watching Netflix. Although, if you are watching Netflix, I do recommend watching uh, Sunderland Till I Die. Anyway, uh, I think that's enough of our uh, uh, news review after uh, just 44 minutes. Um, we are going to move to um, Facebook, Twitter question time. We've just lost Nigel, so we're going to have to sort of feel for a little while. Do you reckon I can play the theme tune and hope he returns? Yeah, right. and I, can, I can do it if he does Okay, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it doesn't look like he's back, does it? So I'll carry on. No. Karen Brady claimed, I'm blocked by Rita, so was told this, says Nigel. West Ham has the best match day experience. She used a Premier Inn survey to back her claim. Do you agree with the Baroness? As always, other questions welcomed. We start with Darren Mollen. He says, hello, gentlemen. Dazla here. Dazla. Why Brady has to promote this pathetic excuse of a survey based on just 150 fans is beyond reason. Grabbing at straws and a total embarrassment. Question to George. or me. Please, oh no, please, we've lost. We've lost George now. John, are you still here? I'm still here. Oh no, we're we're falling like flies. So oh, I, I'd dear. probably be left. Oh no, that's, that's your worst nightmare. It is. It is. is hello. Live on air. Hello. We've been having some problems with uh, 
Is, isn't it? Is, yeah, isn't it uh, funny a that of songs um, flying about that I made that back in the days? Uh, Virgin have been having some problems. So I'll try and dig those but out. George isn't uh, the Virgin. George and, uh, is the Sky. Tower. Yeah, but isn't it funny how we're still connected and and it's me hosting? I can't uh, get onto Facebook sure at the moment. Um, but let me go on my phone. He's not here. Um, here. Talk amongst yourself at the moment. Have you have you got a little ditty to tell people, uh, John? Um, like what? I don't know. Uh, something interesting that's happened to you in the last seven days. Um, what's the most interesting thing that's happened to me? It's talking to you, Sean. It's always the highlight of my week. It is, and watching George's uh, George's uh, DJ sets have been very entertaining. Do I have actually? You can make requests. Just make requests. You don't mind. Just playing a bit of Chaz and Dave the other day. All sorts. Okay, anyone can yeah. choose what you want. So yeah, those with you is what? Yeah, I'm 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 still I'm gonna have to turn the Wi-Fi off of my uh uh there we go. Good old Vodafone hopefully will save the day. Um Where are you? Are you in your place or I'm in I'm in Leatherhead in the in the flat. Right. So do you get a signal so, there, is it? It it usually is, yeah. Um, so here we go. More than just a podcast. Um, how does this work? Oh, here we go. Karen Brady claimed. There you go. We've got um, 11 comments. So uh, let's start with uh, Richard Dodds. <laughs> Are you ready? Hello. All right, my handsomes. I think that's how he does it. <laughs> um, <laughs> was, that, was that good enough? Yeah, that uh, based good on enough. last week's podcast... I have contacted Pike, a.k.a. the Maid Marion, and he will confirm my credentials as a store manager. You probably didn't listen to this last week, did you? We found out that uh, Dodsey um, uh, went to the moon. Although I did start part-time as a trolley boy, oops, person, politically correct for Sean, please don't tell anyone, but I'm currently sat on the SAGE committee. What is the SAGE committee? Advising the government on everything retail. There you go. Dodsey's part of the solution now. There you go. Sage is the... Oh, 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 but my name is not allowed to be disclosed. Oh, shit. Um, We put it on Facebook. Questions as always. How often have you turned to Sky Sports News and thought, what's the bloody point? I haven't watched Sky... Have you watched Sky Sports News at all during this hiatus? Every time I put on Sky Sports News, I seem to be the football show, and there's Gary Neville in the corner and Jerry, um, Jamie Carragher in the other corner, and I sort of leave it on for about five or ten minutes and turn over. All right, so this is a good question, actually. Um, how much weight have each of you put on in the last five weeks? <laughs> then, then have a look. Uh, I think I've put on quite a bit, actually, and I wasn't I, the slimmest to begin with. I, I don't have a look, but I know... That my recycling bin, which has been collected tomorrow, I don't think it's ever been fuller. I I drunk ridiculous. And you're not on, you're not on Facebook. You won't see it. On Friday night, I drunk myself and Shireen drunk three quarters of a litre of of a bottle of tequila, John. Nice. Um, we were making cocktails, so I made margaritas oh, and then I made phone, yeah. uh, tequila sunrises and then some one with uh, something else. But anyway, cut a long story short. We got through three quarters of a litre. Saturday was pretty much a write-off. I haven't had a hangover like that in a long time. 
So it's funny what it brings out in you. Uh, I always say I reckon I've put on, oh, I don't know, half a stone at least. And you don't know. What's the one? What's the one thing you'll do differently when you get out of this mess? And how has the coronavirus changed you? What's the one thing you'll do first, John? One thing I'll do differently. Um, oh, I don't know really. What I won't do is uh, let my daughter bleach my hair again. Um, <laughs> that must be coming out. Yeah, my missus cut my hair yesterday, by the way. And I've don't tell anyone, off. but I'll show she coloured it. Did she? She coloured yeah. it? Yeah. What colour you got then? Oh, it's just like a darker colour. Just to, um, Oh, I need to see a picture, uh, Sean. I will send a picture in. Um, what one thing will I do differently? I don't know. Um, I, I appreciate going out. I'm going to a pub, going to cinema, I guess. We all appreciate being able to mix with people. I think Marion probably continue to wash self isolate. You know, like wash your hands more and do I think that's going to be, yeah, you know, yeah, washing your hands. More. hands yeah. you know, I've met a few people when I've met them at work and stuff, and you just stand up and put your hands up by your side, all right? You can't shake your hand and all that, yeah. So. Yeah, I think that will stick with us. Yeah. Uh, uh, Marion Williams says, in answer to derogatory comments made last week, this is about the uh, him being a trolley boy, I was the same level as Mr. Richard Dodds uh, at Tesco, although I did later branch into other areas like Mr. Dodds. I did push a few trolleys around as a student. So that leads me to my first question. And this time it's for Nigel. Who's been your most famous non-football-related customer? Mine was Norman Wisdom. I've included a photo of Richard Dodd's most famous ones. Question for George. Do you think Miami made the right choice in the draft when they acquired <laughs> some person I can't <laughs> uh, pronounce? Question for John. Do you think the rumour that the first and second division will be amalgamated into a Northern League and Southern League? Question for Sean. Does he think Rita has ever stayed in a Premier League? And if so, who with? So let, let's start. You're going to answer two of them. I'm going to answer two of them. So let's start with the question uh, for Nigel. You you can answer that one. I can't remember. So the question for Nigel is, who's the most famous non-football-related customer you've ever had? Most famous non-football customer that Nigel would ever had because he... Oh, you, because it's you, yeah. But you, who, who, what fame, because you've done work for famous people, who's who's the most famous non-football customer you've ever had? Uh, I've, I've, my most famous person I think I've ever worked for was a newsreader from TV AM or um, Good Morning Britain or whatever it's called about five years ago. Can't even remember her name, to be honest. But, yeah. Okay, no, I've well, never had anyone particularly famous. Uh, the answer for George, do you think Miami made the right choice in the draft? Yeah, definitely. Uh, the question for you, John, is do you, do you think the room that the first and second division will be amalgamated? Do you think... For North, what do you think of that rumour? I, I I think that would be interesting if they did like the say the North and South and split it into two divisions. Okay. 
My question is, uh, do you think Reed has ever stayed in a Premier Inn? No. If she did, it would be with um, Lenny Henry. Is he the Premier Inn guy? Or is he the other one? Um, yeah, no, I think he's the Premier Inn. Uh, and the picture he's put is uh, that Richard Dodds, a very uh, slimline and young Richard Dodds, uh, with American rapper, actor, and former celebrity Big Brother contestant. I'm, I'm reading this. Uh, Coolio. <laughs> Coolio. <laughs> Do you remember Coolio? Thanks to yeah. Paradise. Yeah, there's him, uh, Dodsey, and there you go. Uh, Belinda Cacacacatus. Evening, peeps. Diving straight in. No, I hate it. The absolute crappy walk to the stadium via the mall drives me insane. Unlike some ladies, I hate malls. I hate the food stalls, the lot. I'm still impressed with the stadium, but don't get me wrong. As a football stadium, it doesn't work. But that doesn't mean it isn't impressive. I hate the walk back. Everything, I just get lonely. I love watching West Ham live. I rarely drink, so I can't comment on the bars. Love the show. As always, stay safe. Belinda Kakakakatis. Nick Harvey says, evening, peeps. Evening, peeps. Hope everything is staying safe. Brady once again showing she's deluded. If we have the best match day experience, mind you, she may think that her local Premier Inn beats the Shangri-La. <laughs> I'm glad it's normal service from Brady, as I'm a bit worried she's changed after a 30% uh, pay cut and is not following staff. But it's back of what she does best, which is spouting bollocks and demonstrating how out of touch she is. Question for you guys. If the Premier League resumes behind closed doors, will you have the same enthusiasm from games? Hashtag Brady Air. Will you have the same enthusiasm for games, John? Uh, yeah, I guess if you could watch them live, and I think it would be all right to watch, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be yeah. weird. Uh, I think, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's so much, only so much Netflix and box sets and YouTube videos you can watch, I guess. Yeah, I Spending mean, time with the family. I'm sure we've all seen the odd game where they have played behind closed doors, and it's just, you know. I'll tell you what, I... When I go out to you know the supermarket or, or, or for um, for my, my, not my run my walk for me uh, uh, exercise, I do see a lot of couples arguing now that never did before. You know, being cooped up with all your families, uh, it, it, some people seem oh, to mate, be, be yeah. true. I mean, I mean out, out there, it's <clears> like it's like the bloody Tour de France on the roads when you go out there. Everyone seems to have got a bike all of a sudden. Yeah, exactly. You see people go, I've never seen you ride a bike in your life. Yeah, anyway, anyway yeah, cool. Dave Jones says, evening all. Obviously, I'm going to be biased and say West Ham is the best experience as it's the only side I take the trouble to watch. When I was a lad, I would also go to Spurs or Arsenal with my mates if West Ham weren't at home. From the, For the last couple of years of following West Ham, I tend to enjoy the way games more than the London Stadium. Fulham and Everton in particular. If we were still at Upton Park, it would be a yes, hands down. Assuming we finish the season. If the Premier League have to start next season, more, do you think the Dildo Brothers will try and get a way to get season tickets holders to park with their cash? Have we got Have we got Nigel and George back? I'm back. Well, you can take over now. George? No. Now, anyway, Nigel's back. Um, Who did he ask? Who did he do? Oh, oh. I, I haven't done Mark. Uh, did you do Miracy Marion? 
I've done Marion. I haven't done Auntie Penn. I haven't done Paul Lumber. I haven't done Mike Hutchins, and I haven't done Darren or Warren. Oh right. Right, but I've done, I've done Dodsey. I've done Dodsey. All right. Who was oh. your f- most famous customer you've ever worked for, Nigel? Um, most famous? Blimey, I used to do a lot of work with Frank Lampard, uh, the old man. But I don't yeah. want to tell people it never paid me once and we fell out. Oof. Um, <laughs> dear. Non-footballing. Yeah. Non-footballing. Oh, non-footballing. Um, I, I, I had a funny story with Dal Winton got locked in his flat and um, West Ham was playing at home so I didn't go and it, it, it was you know it, it, it was like he was trying to get me to come out and open his door front door not back door people uh, and because uh, oh. he was locked in his flat I think he, I don't know if he lived like Amsterdam Way or whatever and uh, it, it must have rung a few people <laughs> And uh, and basically, I was like, sorry, mate, in the end. He was like, well, when can you get here? And I said, well, look, mate, it ain't going to be till about six o'clock, so I'm going West Ham. And he, he couldn't believe that I was going football, to be fair. <laughs> Call yourself a 24-hour locksmith, I think Dale want and said. And uh, yeah. yeah, I do, actually. <laughs> it's, you know, right. as long as... Uh, but that's anyway. it. I'll crack on. Yeah, yeah so uh, you, you remember which one I said? Yeah, yeah so Auntie Penn, she, she was stuck indoors, week six or seven out of 12, she's indoors, not allowed out. Uh, she said she's in good company, she's blocked me. I think she's talking about Karen Brady. Uh, she's like Belinda Kakatis, I've not heard from Bell yet. She yeah, don't like to walk yeah. through Westfield, especially Christmas yeah. and holiday times. The stadium's fantastic for what it's built for. But its purpose is not as a football ground, even though the Dane did buy a carpet. She hates the herding and stop starting to get back to the station. So she will disagree with a stupid woman because of her experience is not the same as ours that travelled to see our team play. Very cutting there. Nick Harvey, did you do Nick? Uh, Evening Peeps, No, I did. I did do Nick Harvey, you yeah. You did do Nick. You did Richard Dodd. Just to be clear... I did Richard Dodds, I did Marion, I did uh, Belinda Kakakatis, Nick Harvey, and Dave Jones. And that's where I right. finished. Mark Mirosovich Sorgo, uh, our favourite free-named person. Well, not our favourite, but it's, it's quite hard to say. Uh, Mark, we'll call him. To be honest, he says, watching West Ham's the only match day experience I want in English football. Be it home or away, he does prefer home games, and anywhere at all. He says he has been to other grounds and games which we were not playing in and know that when Spurs opened a new business tier in the early 80s, the business experience was good. You would also well looked after Arsenal in the mid-90s. Chelsea laid on a good spread on a couple of occasions and he was invited to go. So basically it depends on personal bias. Once an hammer, always an hammer. Glad I caught you after so many weeks. Uh... Paul, who is stuck, well, he's not in stuck, but he's in lumber. Paul Lumber. Evening gents, he says. Sean previously said that we wouldn't try to buy the London Stadium because of the various contracts that are tied with it. Would that change if some of the companies went under due to the pandemic? He opens his grammars up the stand. He's done well there, Paul Lumber. Um, It's a good question, um, but, you know, Vinci... Um, Delaware North, 
Finch is a French company, Delaware North an American company, um, would need to, you know, they're, they're big old companies. So it's, it's an interesting, uh, idea. Uh, the answer is it would have to be looked at again, almost definitely. Okay. Onerous contract. There you go. Or Jack to his friends. Uh, Mike Hutchins says, the premier in by Stratford International is packed match days due to limited trains. This may be part of it. Of course, he's talking about the uh, premier in. I take it you covered that, the premier in? We uh, did. Uh, surveyed. Uh, 150 people surveyed said West Ham was the best. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dazlar is back. Uh, hello, gentlemen. Dazlar is here. Dazlar. Why Brady has to promote this pathetic excuse of a survey based on just 150 fans is beyond reason. Grabbing at straws and a total embarrassment. He's got a question to George. But George Kinnear, was, I think, please, please, can you put together a montage of the now infamous pronunciations of West Ham players by Sean? He thinks that would be a show on its own. He thinks it would be hilarious. He's got a question for you, Sean. Yeah. With the lack of footy, do you think we can spare some time to ask people to vote on bringing back the extended version of the opening thing, Jim, from season three and four? <laughs> right. So if I get anyone else asked for this, except for you, Dazlar, um, then yes. Is, is Dazlar the one who works in the hospital, works in the NHS? He is. Yeah, he is. Oh, look, I'm going to dig it out for him. He, he's a key worker. And instead of clapping on Monday, Tuesday, whatever day we clap for Thursday, 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 uh, I'm going to dig out the um, long version of the theme tune uh, for Dazzler. Uh, Last one is Warren James Greenfield. He says, for Sean, as you you don't remember it. uh, Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Dazzler asked one for Shepman. He said it's Brady out from him and oh, Dazlar oh, out okay. from me. That's it. All right. I missed it. Sorry. Go on. That's it. So he said, and basically he's put you a link to the story that we discussed last week uh, where Rio Ferdinand, Frank Lampard and Kieran Dyer, Iron Napper 2000 and Rio Ferdinand, Frank Lampard, Kieran Dyer celebrate England's 1-0 win over Germany in the European Championship in a time-honoured way that only footballers seem to engage. They take a girl back to their hotel room and film her having sex. Not that Rio oh. was remotely remorseful. I had sex with one girl which was taped with her consent. That was it, he explained in his autobiography. Oh. Okay, I played up to the camera a bit, but she knew it was on. It didn't bother her. There you go. Wow. So shocked. That's to, uh, that's to highlight the um Right. And I think that's all the of them, story. isn't it? So how, how many comments were this week? Uh, 11, I believe. All right. So predictions. How many comments will there be next week, John? <laughs> um, I'm going to go for nine. Nigel. Uh, I think we can beat this week. I think we can um, go for 13. Is George, can he still hear us? I can see he's back. No, he can't. Uh, I will go for 24. I have been Sean, 24. Uh, I'll just put it up early. Uh, John has been 
happy in here. Nigel has been... A bit like Dal Winton, in and out. He's, yeah, we've had real problems with Virgin today. You've got... Uh, I think it's because of comments. Um, it's it's, it's, prob- it's the comments that young uh, <laughs> yeah. Brady, 50-year-old Brady, made about Richard Branson. She's been cutting off her internet tonight. And George has been... Well, he's absent at the moment. Come on, you irons. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Fine. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want truly hydrated skin? Medocia's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER.